Well, man, we're going to attack some belief systems here. That's such a great question, Robert. But we got to, I grew up in the church, man. Great grandfather was on TV, had a bunch of books, right? He, my grandfather was a pastor, five uncles who were pastor. I was supposed to be a pastor. I was like, heck no, uh, <laughs> not doing it. Uh, if you grow up in the church or if you're around the church, there's a lot of, there's two sides of the coin. There's one that's like, you become a Christian, God's going to take care of all your needs. You're going to rock around with a Rolls Royce, a Rolls Royce, you know, claim it, you get it, right? He's, you know, God's up there like a genie. You rub the lamp, you get whatever you want. Welcome to the Legacy Roadmap Podcast, your ultimate guide for creating a lasting legacy as an entrepreneur. Whether you're an ambitious entrepreneur or a seasoned business owner, our podcast offers insightful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and experts who have navigated the path of legacy creation. We explore topics that matter to you, personal responsibility, financial growth, leadership, and succession planning. Our goal? To equip you with practical insights and strategies that help you transition from simply running your business to building a legacy. Join us each week as we delve into purposeful discussions aimed at positively impacting future generations. Your journey towards leaving a lasting legacy starts right here, right now. Let's dive in. Does your business serve homeowners? If so, you need to know about HOA.com, the number one referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. And we're looking for quality contractors and home service pros that we can recommend and refer to homeowners in your area. Not only will you get promoted on the HOA.com website, you'll get business from other certified pros and premier pros in your market. These people serve homeowners every day, so we help you build referral partnerships that keep referrals coming to your business for years to come. Go to HOA.com slash pro now and get started. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? If so, you need to know about the Achieve Systems Business Building Membership. We are one of the best referral-based communities that wants to refer you. We help generate you thousands of leads per year. We also provide you an incredible mentorship program that has won many awards. We don't stop there. We have 60 plus opportunities to take your business to the next level, like authoring and publishing books and many, many more. Go to AchieveSystemsPro.com and get started today. Do you want to make more money in your business? Most business owners focus on building revenue. That's not enough. Building profits is what feeds your family, and almost no business owner understands how to build profit without building revenue. I can show you with near-perfect accuracy the exact business growth strategies that will generate the most revenue for your business in the shortest amount of time, focused on building profit. Learn more at bizlife.coach. Our guest today is a kingmaker, husband and father, podcaster, commercial real estate, finance and brokerage. Josh Wilson's had other jobs, firefighter, medic, construction, marketing, alligator wrestling, BC, fitness, coaching, mover, landscaping, roofing sales. As you can see, Josh Wilson's done a little bit of everything. And today we're talking about faith and business. Josh Wilson and Robert talk about faith, ministry, and business. How faith and wealth cohabitate. Money magnifies who you are. 
we dig into the power of the marriage partnership and how we should always listen to the discerning voice of our spouse. Financial mindsets matter. Broke is a situation. Poor is a mindset. Well, Josh, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited to to have this conversation and just uh, share the journey. Yeah, man. The journey it is, man. And I'm looking through your LinkedIn. You went on a, a, a freaking journey from Marine to church planner to, you know, all through the world doing this kind of stuff in, in leadership. So, hey, thanks for what you do, man. Super awesome. And really glad to uh, connect with you here on a podcast show together. Well, thank you, Josh. Appreciate you. And, 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 We've switched things up as we renamed, we rebranded this this idea of legacy. And so, you know, Proverbs 13, 22 says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And now that I'm a grandpa and an entrepreneur, I've just decided, you know what? Legacy is is really what what's going to you know matter. And so helping business owners see that and and share, you know, the impact that that legacy thinking can have on, on their life, their business and their family. So uh, what does legacy mean to you, Josh? Man, I was just writing this down as you were talking through that Proverbs, you know, uh, we got some really smart people uh, that, that wrote the, the series of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and, and, you know, the books of wisdom, right. And this came from Kings who wrote these books and they, these are guys who, you know, who had lots of money, the, you know, one guy in particular, you know, Solomon, he had 300 concubines, 600 wives or something like that. Ridiculous. And he had more money than he could ever know what to do with it. And, you know, he talks about like the, you know, legacy and, you know, blessed is the man who leaves something to his children's children. All right. So I, I do, uh, I have a show for men called Uncensored Advice for Men, shameless plug there. But like <laughs> when, when I, when I hear that, what it does for me when I'm thinking about my children's children, you know what it gets the view off of me. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm not looking at me, right. How does Josh benefit? Yeah. I got to eat. Zig Ziglar says cash is not, you know, super important, but it's pretty close to oxygen. If I'm thinking about my kids, kids, I'm no longer thinking about short-term gains. I'm no longer thinking about, uh, these, you know, massive home runs and cash outs. And, and, you know, I've got to start thinking about making it and teaching my kids how to not squander and how to make it right. There's a stat that shows that the third generation is the, uh, the generation that squanders wealth. So if, and, and if we're just talking about money, right, which he's not just talking about money, but if I'm thinking about just, we'll, we'll talk about money. If I'm thinking that, that means I got to teach my kids how to make it. I got to teach my kids how to preserve it and how to grow it, right? So if I'm thinking about my kids' kids, it's a whole different strategy. Now it's a hundred-year plan. It's not just about Bitcoin and you know flipping, flipping you know golf carts or whatever, right? It's about like I've got to teach, I've got to mentor, I got to disciple. So that's where I think true legacy is. He's he's going, yeah, guys, money's cool, but what I really want to think about in legacy you got to raise up your kids. Oh, Josh, it's so powerful. You know, one of the, the things for me is, is coaching business owners and running into a business owners who, you know, need to shift their thinking from paying the rent and the mortgage to what does it look like in a hundred years? Right. Yeah. And, and it's that getting that, getting their eyes off of them and, yeah. and this week's problems and this month's problems 
and thinking about something that's so much bigger that it actually gives them freedom to create. Yeah. Yeah, man. When you're struggling financially, I've been bankrupt. I've been on food stamps. I had to work, you know, I, I have degrees and I've built millions of dollars worth of stuff. And I had to go knock on doors, selling roofs or work on the back of a moving truck. So like to buy diapers for, you know, one of my three kids. I get it. When you're struggling, it's hard to create. It's hard to think of like the next step. It's hard to think about the hundred year plan when you're thinking, when you've got an eviction notice on your apartment and you see another vehicle on the back of a tow truck. Been there. That sucks. It really, really is tough. But if you're thinking about that, if you're thinking about your kids, your wife, your spouse, and you're thinking about your kids' kids, right? It'll give you a little bit of extra steam to maybe keep going and to start thinking about, all right, maybe right now I got to trade my time for dollars, right? When you work on a moving truck, you're trading time for dollars. But then as you're thinking there, I'm listening to books, I'm listening to things and I'm going, okay, I need to take that next level up. I got to start thinking about how do I get off this truck? What can I do to make more money? What can I do to to then build a business or create an asset or invest in an asset, right? So this whole legacy thing, man, is not just about handing over dollars. You want to screw up your kids? Just give them money, <laughs> right? Spend all your time in your business, right? Sacrifice your, your family time and all that, you know, like work your 80 hours a week and then just give your kids money. You're going to F them up. And, uh, but if you're, in the struggle, this is what I really wanted to get to. I kind of jumped on a soapbox for a second. So thank you for being patient with me, Robert. <laughs> in the middle of your struggle, business owners, I, I grew up in the construction and we've had a lot of different cycles in construction with my dad and such. As you are struggling, as you are building, do it with your kids. Let them see, let them learn. Teach them the value of hard work. Teach them the value of putting some money aside for a rainy day. Teach them these things because that's more valuable. I know you're chasing this, this, this big exit and that's super cool. And that's when your kids will respect you. That's when your wife will love you. But man, if you're doing that while you're struggling and doing it, let your kids be a part of that journey. Let your wife be a part of that journey. That was one of my biggest mistakes I ever made. And we could talk about that if you want. But like, man, that's where the gold is. I, 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 I have this guy who's in my community that I kind of mentor, and uh, he was he's cranking it, he's hustling so hard, and he's had some bad months, you know, financially. And he's talking about, I just want to build this for my kids. I go, stop, bro. Look around. You're doing it. You have seven of your kids that work for you, and work with Dang. you. You're doing it. That's the legacy. And he just stopped and he goes, my dreams come true. Like I'm doing what I dreamed about doing. Bro, if you if they're the ones who are successful because of you, you did it. Right? So I I should shut up, man. This is your show. Robert, where should we go with this, man? <laughs> well, we're gonna come back to the to the the challenge of involving your wife because because uh my wife and I are in this together and and uh that's an interesting interesting aspect of the journey. But but I appreciate just that that idea of involving your kids and you know, I had the blessing to be in ministry, to serve overseas, to 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 bring my kids live in South America, to bring my kids to to Africa and and have them experience parts of the world that that many people don't don't get the chance to experience. And 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 of course, that wasn't about money. That wasn't about um, you know 
hey, we're we get to travel and, and do all these things. No, we were we were doing mission work and we were visiting, you know, some of the poorest people on the planet. And and my kids got to experience that and see that. And yet stepping out of that now and, and into this entrepreneurial space, um, I, the biggest challenge I saw in ministry everywhere I worked was money and poverty and and the church for its part helps people love Jesus helps people have this relationship with Jesus and and on Monday morning they all go back to the same job and the same broke experience and the same basically slaves to to the world to the job to trying to make that buck you know an hour at a time and and so now that I'm much older and my kids are having kids I've got to help catch them up and and help my kids see the this value of owning your own business, having control of of basically what leads to true freedom is is owning your own business, owning multiple businesses, <laughs> and creating and creating wealth. And, and so that's that's the next level that I feel like the church is kind of not not focused on, right? And 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 then when I read Proverbs thirteen twenty two, and it says, you know a good man leaves a inheritance for his children's children. And Jesus talks about, you know, I came to give them life and I came to give it to them abundantly. And you ask the majority of people leaving church, if they feel like they have an abundant life. And I, I bet most of them wouldn't say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so how do we help transition into this space where, where our faith and wealth cohabitate? Yeah. <sighs> Well, man, we're going to attack some belief systems here. That's such a great question, Robert. But we got to, I grew up in the church, man. Great grandfather was on TV, had a bunch of books, right? He, my grandfather was a pastor, five uncles who were pastor. I was supposed to be a pastor. I was like, heck no, uh, <laughs> not doing it. Uh, if you grow up in the church or if you're around the church, there's a lot of, there's two sides of the coin. There's one that's like, you become a Christian, God's going to take care of all your needs. You're going to rock around with a Rolls Royce, a Rolls Royce, you know, claim it, you get it, right? He's, you know, God's up there like a genie. You rub the lamp, you get whatever you want. That's one side of the coin in, in the faith church. I think that's wrong. Other side of the coin is this. It's harder for a rich man to get into the, the kingdom of heaven than for, an, for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. That's impossible. Right. And they're talking about the gate and the eye of the needle, right, being the, the gate. But it was super hard to do. And, and Jesus was talking about these parables. And then people will misuse this scripture. The, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil. That's that is not true. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. So you have these two different sides of the coin. One side of the coin where, you know, the 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 church is claiming that money's evil and that, you know, it's it's dirty, but give it all away to you guys and you can, you know, keep your lights on and grow your mission. And then the other side of the coin where the, you know, the pastors are naming and claiming and they're driving, you know, driving and flying all these private things. So there's this there's this massive disconnect of money within the religious belief system. Here's my belief system. I didn't want to be a traditional pastor standing up on a pulpit. My ministry is within business. Mm. I love, I don't love money. I love making money and I love giving money. I love investing money. I love the tool that God's provided 
to create, to enjoy, to rub elbows. And I get to talk about Jesus a whole lot more than most pastors do because they only get to do it on Sunday. I get to do it every day of the week with my team, with my people, with my partners, with my clients. Like I get to do this all the time. I have a lot less restrictions than they do. Mm. With that, I think, I think that some people's ministry is money. And that will make some people mad. And that's okay. I'm okay with being mad. But like, man, business and media and this kind of stuff, man, I love it. It lights me up. We'll be right back after this short break. Do you need an increase in revenue? We help business owners find 100K in 90 days and create a roadmap for implementation. There's no pressure, just a chance to get some assistance and clarity. Scheduling is easy. Simply visit ownitcall.com and select a time that works for you. It's time for you to focus on doubling the 20% that creates 80% of your revenue. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Well, and, and and just to clarify, first, when Jesus talks about the camel going through the eye of the needle is impossible, the, pe- the part of that verse that people forget is that the verse is not about the people or the rich or the poor. The verse is about everything is possible with God. <laughs> so so with man, those things are all impossible, but with, with God, everything is possible. Yeah. And and I think we 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 just get caught up in in what, like you said, what the words say, you know. And, and what's crazy is you ask most people if they love God or they love money, and the majority of them are going to say they love God. How many hours are you spending away from your family working? How many hours are you spending away from your family commuting? How many hours are you sacrificing your family for money? And I think the majority of people spend more of their time trying to make money than they do trying to serve God. If, yeah. if we're going to be honest about it, right. And, sure. and put, put the cards out on the table. And I think mm. God's created us for something more. He's created us for something that's bigger and better. And the impact you can have as an entrepreneur working for yourself. And yeah, maybe you're working 80 hours. You know, I, my wife and I are both working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week now as entrepreneurs, but we're working together. We're in the same house. We're, 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 we're traveling together. We're doing things together rather than apart. Just like I pull my kids out of school to take them to, to Africa and, and, and have trips like that, because that time with them was more important to me than a week of school. It just, you know, the, the values for me was the relationship that I'm going to have with my kids and the things that my kids and I are going to experience together. And so, so now as an adult, I'm trying to figure out how do I get my kids back into this business? How do I grow this business to the point where, where my kids can not just learn the entrepreneurial things, but I can get them involved and I can, I can be a part of that journey with them. Yeah. You did it in the right order though. (laughs) A lot of people do it backwards, right? They spend their life trying to make money and then, you know, their kids are in college or they're starting to have grandkids and then they try to go back and fix the, the, the relationship issue. Right. I would much rather have the, grow up in a, in a world, what, what you're explaining, where they're teaching the kids fundamentals and, and about life and belief systems and the value and the, the people that they're seeing and, and all the important things. Now let's catch up with money. Cool. I think we're at a good place because they have principles, they have values, they have morals, they have ethics, they have a good belief system. Now 
with money, money magnifies who you are. Your kids start making money, you start making money. I think that it's going to turn out pretty well. Um, yeah, so now we just got to figure out how do we make more money in less time, right? We got to leverage. We got to learn about scale and leverage. We got to learn about high value uh, that we could offer, that we could receive, and how do we leverage it? How do we leverage our time to make money when we're sleeping through other people, with other people? So I think I think we're on the right path, man. I think uh, I'm proud of you, and I think well, we're Josh, all, I appreciate all on the same I appreciate journey. that. So so let's talk a little bit about your journey. You mentioned obviously building wealth, building your initial businesses without your wife being involved, yeah. and how that shifted, and and why that's so important to you now. Yeah. I would say if I look back now, I've been in all sorts of industries. If you look at my LinkedIn or if you know me, you know, it's, I've had more jobs than most people. Seriously. I was a firefighter medic. I wrestled alligators professionally. I was in construction. I'm a real estate broker. I've done, you know, mergers and acquisitions. I've done finance. I've done a hundred other different types of jobs, roof sales and selling shoes and the list goes on and on. I built a tech company, was in VC, right? It just goes on and on because I, first of all, I was chasing something, right? I've Ooh. had a ton of different things. It's an identity issue and we're happy to go there. But one of my biggest mistakes wasn't all of these failures or wasn't all of these things that, you know, I built a bunch of spec homes at a young age and, you know, I built a bunch of multifamily stuff with my family. We sold some stuff. We had some money in the bank, but I've also had nothing, right? So like, I'm just painting the picture. God's allowed me to have pressure cooked failure and success in a short period of time. I'm 40 years old and I've experienced a lot. One of my biggest regrets wasn't this business or that business or not buying Bitcoin in 2012 when you know it was offered to me. All of that stuff. That wasn't my biggest regret. My biggest regret was one time uh, I had a business opportunity and I went to my wife. At that point, we had two kids and I said, Here's one of our uh, here's one of our businesses. Uh, we're gonna go up to this you know new area. We're moving our family. We're leaving all of our friends behind. It's a great opportunity. We're going. And she goes, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't have peace about it. And I pulled the. This is what we're doing. This is good for the family. You know, like a like an ass, right? Like, and I just said, I'm. This is what we're doing as a family. Now that was a complete disaster. We lost so much money. We got burnt and it, it turned out really, really bad for our family. And it caused so much problems in our relationship that I made a promise I will never do that again. Mm. So fast forward, we have a couple hundred, you know, grand in the bank, and you know, we're doing okay, and you know, we're debt free and we're we're moving in you know the right direction, and we 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 had the ability. My wife and I took some time, and we we did some travel with the kids in an RV and such like that. And I'm not I'm not saying that to 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 brag in any ways, right? Like, uh, not. But I I sat there, and for the first time, I was being coached by other people, and one of my coaches said, "Why don't you ask your wife?" And after being married 14 years, it was like. Josh does the business over here. Sometimes he's really good at it. You know, a lot of times he wasn't. And that was brutal. Finances were, was a brutal journey for me and my wife. And my wife was over here 
you raise the kids and then we'll come together at five or six or nine o'clock at night whenever Josh gets home. And then we raise the kids together and then, right. But there was a separation where I kept her at arm's length from the business. And my coach said, you, got, you can't do that. She has discernment. She has wisdom. She, she knows your blind spots. And I'm like, she doesn't know a dang thing about business. Why am I going to talk to her about business? And he's like, you'd be surprised. So I humbled myself and I went to my wife and I said, hey, babe, my coach, you know, um, my coach recommended that I come talk to you. And uh, what do you, if you were me, right, we're in this stage of life and we've had a little bit of a windfall and we've done okay. And, and here's where we're at. What do you think I should do if you were me? And she gave me wisdom. She goes, Josh, you're a startup guy. You're such, you know, you're, you work, you pour yourself in, you're an entrepreneur through and through, but it's always just you or a small little, you know, team you're cranking. She goes, I would love it if I see you plug into something that's proven, plug into a team that already exists. So I took my skill sets and my talents and I applied it to places that were already moving, that already had traction. That, that made sense, that wasn't as risky, that wasn't as shoot for the moon, and we got traction. I would have never had that if I didn't ask my wife. I had to humble myself. Hmm. So valuable. And and it is interesting how your coach's wisdom, like she doesn't know anything about business and you'd be surprised <laughs> what she knows. And and the thing that she's able to do, and my wife does the same, is she sees the business, Robert, and the faith, Robert, and and you know the home and family, Robert, and she's she's brought the two together. So when I started the company in 2018, you know it, it was kind of my thing. Like she had her job and she was working, and um, and I was avoiding the the faith the faith element in it. And I was just, you know, I wasn't going to coach Christians. And, and I tell people I was a pastor, like, I can't hide that. Right. That's just comes oozing out of me no matter what I do. Yeah. Um, but people, people were okay with it. And then, you know, last year, really, she left her job to support the business and become the back office and, and be working with me. And uh, in the process, it really started to come out that my story is really, about legacy and it's and it's i had to learn the financials like i didn't know financials i was a missionary and our our, our mission was to go to make everything work on as little money as possible <laughs> and that yeah. was little as little money as possible was always the the mantra right and pay yourself last and and there was just this bragging right of of paying yourself last and living on rice and beans and and uh so yeah. it was so it was challenging and 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 to to change that mindset, my wife was a real big part of that because, first of all, I I give her credit because no matter where the roller coaster's been, right at the top of the hill, at the bottom of the hill, going 100 miles an hour upside down, when everybody else around you says you're crazy, this was never going to work. My wife has been the most stalwart supporter of God put you here. We're not quitting, <laughs> no matter. Yeah. Even though everybody in the world around you is saying uh, you should quit, like you don't have any of this right. <laughs> like you're doing, you're making all the wrong choices, and yet my wife was still, this is gonna work. <laughs> this yeah. is gonna work, and so she was my biggest supporter, and and really it took 
it took her becoming a part of the business to really recognize this legacy piece is really about this idea of faith, family, um, you know, foundational choices. Of course, you're, you know, you talked about at the very beginning, right? Character and, and personal responsibility. But if I help business owners lay that foundation of legacy in their own lives and then focus on their family legacy and their faith legacy and their financial legacy, that's what leads to freedom. And so that, that freedom is really the thing that we've been trying to help business owners. And, and the business development is the piece that, that is so important, but the faith element was, was as big a part of the story, of course, in our own lives. And so once we started sharing that story and telling other people like, look, everywhere we've been, money's a problem (laughs) everywhere we've been, you know, from Columbia to Africa to, to, Highlands Ranch, Colorado, one of the richest counties in the world, the people are still feel, they feel broke, right? They, whether they're broke or not, they still feel broke. And, and money's a problem solver as much as yes, God, God solves all the problems, but I think he solves them for people with money. <laughs> like, you know, the ministry solves problems with money. The, 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 the church solves problems with money and business owners solve problems with money. And so Let's help people make more money to to have the ability to solve more problems rather than mm. feeling powerless in this world because that's not what God intended. Wow. Interesting mission, man. Uh, it's almost like teaching missionaries how to make money, right? Like you have to change the mindset. Um, you you mentioned like this bragging right of missionaries. And we it, from the very beginning, you and I were talking and, and I mentioned like all of these I was chasing and it was an identity issue. Pastors and missionaries get into this, and I grew up in it, so I could I could speak to it. Is they grow up with this like this um, the scarcity mindset, but also like this identity of being poor. And you know, broke is a situation; poor is a mindset. Oh, that's good. You know, like I've been broke a million times, but I never want to be poor. Poor is. I'm stuck. I can't get out. Broke is, I I just made a bad investment or a bad deal. I have no money in the piggy bank or maybe even less, right? Maybe I owe more than I'm worth, right? But I can get past broke. I can't, I can't change poor, Mm. but I think that missionaries, this bragging right of being poor. Yeah. We could live on rice and beans. We live out in the middle of the woods. We don't, you know, we don't need much. And it's worse because they amplify it with this whole sacrifice for Jesus idea. Like yeah. we're sacrificing our family, we're sacrificing our our whatever for for Jesus, right? And it yeah. makes the idea that living on rice and beans and surviving on twenty five dollars a month is this this great spiritual achievement. Yeah, and it's and it's not. <laughs> if he tells you to do it, do it, right? Be obedient, sure. absolutely. But if you're just doing it because you think it's going to get you extra brownie points, I don't think those brownie points uh, are line up the way you think. Well, and for some, let's be honest, let's, let's, well, I'm going to call it out just like I would for entrepreneurs, right? It's, it's no different for a missionary that's broke because he hasn't done the, he hasn't done the work, right? He hasn't, he hasn't gone to, to get the leads. He hasn't gone to get the conversions. He hasn't gone to do the, to visit the churches or, or made the, made the presentations or tried to get, you know, made the phone calls. So, so there is a place where there's missionaries out there that are broke, just like there's entrepreneurs that are broke because they're not doing the work. and. And the difference is, I guess, is missionaries can get away with it because they get into that survival mode and and they're just okay. Most entrepreneurs end up shutting their business and closing the doors because 
because they can't survive <laughs> without yeah. you know that little bit of revenue but there is an element of that <laughs> yeah yeah so i i promised you that i would keep it in the range of 30 minutes and i could go on and on and on and talking <laughs> but you know robert as what what is maybe one final thing that i can i could give you guys or share with you guys that you think would be helpful well, I mean, obviously you, you just, we just hit that, you know, broke is a situation, you know, poor is a mindset for those, for those business owners struggling with the money, struggling with that idea of if God's, I guess, how do I love God and still try to make more money? Yeah. Okay. So if you are truly seeking the kingdom, Right. Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. I don't think he's talking about Rolls Royce. He might be. I don't know, right? We'll ask him one day. But if you're truly, like, you feel like in your heart, this is the mission that God has for me, and it's in the business world, right? So you're you're struggling, you're trying, you're burning, you're, right? What you have to do is you have to probably increase in knowledge, probably have to do a little bit of mindset changing, Best way to do that is work with a coach, uh, listen to some teaching, be exposed to people who are doing it and who've done it. That's the best way, right? I grew up swinging hammers on a construction site. And then one day I was sitting in someone else's Rolls Royce and we were buying, you know, properties and such like that. Like it never occurred to me that I could put the hammer down, go buy land and other people will build until one guy drove me around and we were doing it. And I, it never even occurred to me like all of these things until I saw someone else do it, right? So I think a lot of it is a education piece, right? We have to learn how to make more. Cool, increase your value. We, learn, we need to learn how to save more or keep more in our pockets, right? So that's tax structures, that's LLCs, that's this and that, right? Like it's, how do I make more? How do I keep more? How do I invest more? How do I give more, right? So part of that is a, a, a knowledge gap. You do that through people who are doing it and who have done it. You're not going to get Richard Branson to, you know, I, I saw that, you know, there's a Richard Branson quote on your, on your thing. He's not going to pick up his cell phone and, you know, call you and bail you out and do all that stuff. So, but maybe there's someone who's one step ahead of you. Take them out to lunch, buy them coffee, buy their coaching program, buy their book, learn, take a 1% every day, learn something new, get a little bit better every single day. So I think a lot of it is a knowledge gap or a mindset gap that needs to be adjusted. Josh, that's so good. All right. We end every episode with guests sharing their words of wisdom. So for those entrepreneurs listening, Josh, what would you share with them? Uh, this idea of legacy, we think it's, I think this is my, this is my piece of advice, right? We think the legacy piece is, you know, all about money. I think it does have aspects to do with money, right? Because my grandkids going to be blessed if I leave them some money, right? And then that's cool. But I think what's more valuable, the legacy that they know who I am and they know what I believe in and they know why I believe in it. And they, you know, they're walking down the road and they, people say, Josh is a good guy. Here's why, right? And they could see the they could see why we are working so hard. They could see the ministries that we support or the the groups that we invest in or the people that we've bailed out. Like that is the legacy right there. That the the name, the reputation, the 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 training, the you know that I think that's that's the 
that's what I want to pass to my kids. I want them to see that. I want them to feel that. I want them to to take that from me and improve upon that. I want them to be better than me. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's a piece of advice that I would have, man, is maybe think of legacy more than just money. Money's cool. Think of it more as I'm I'm raising these guys up, guys and gals and kids and grandkids to be awesome. People that I'd want to hang out with. What does that look like? That's legacy. Josh, thanks so much for joining me today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I've been truly blessed by your presence with me. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. These aren't just buzzwords. They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful six or seven figure business. To support you on this journey, we're offering one of our most popular books, Fish Out Leads In, 52 Fresh Ideas for Lead Generation. You can download it free at enjoybizlife.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, and leaving a review. But most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, Dr. Bridget Cooper joins Robert to talk about helping leaders communicate strategically. She wants to help leaders lead a legacy that leaves an impact in their lives and the lives of those they lead. She's an informative and engaging speaker and collaborator who revels in authentic, thought-provoking, game-changing conversations.